Hi, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Sonal. And I am Sonal from Healing Our Soul. And with me I have Tarasha Kurchandani. So what are we talking about today? Compliments and our feelings towards receiving it. And what about compliments and receiving and how we feel about it? So I just found out that some people are actually not okay with receiving compliments or maybe not okay is the wrong term to use but they don't know how to take it or they don't know how to respond to receiving it. And if I had to ask you to give a guess why is it uncomfortable for some people to receive compliments because while there are many people out there who are fishing for it yeah there's some people who actually shun away from it. Maybe it's because they don't they sense that there's no truth to it. They sense fakeness around it. And why would someone sense fakeness or no truth in a compliment that's being given? I guess it's the same way how you ask someone, "Hey, how are you today?" and everyone responds, "I'm fine." But that's just like the answer you give, right? So if I see you out and you are wearing a dress and I can see your hair is made. So if I say you're pretty, like you're looking good today, you might just think, "Oh, that's fake." Like she's going around saying that to everyone. But like, and do people actually do that where they just um give away compliments for free because it's free, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they do. Like they don't really think about it or they don't like actually look at the person and go, "Oh, wow, she's actually looking pretty today. Let me tell her." So isn't it funny that there are actually so many sides to compliments, one where people give it out freely, one where people are too jealous to give it, yeah. one where people fish for compliments, and yeah. one where people are so uncomfortable to receive compliments. It's actually quite interesting, so many different aspects of it. Yeah, so the reason some people fish for compliments is because they may have a childhood where they felt inadequate or they always need a reconfirmation or reaffirming that what they're doing or how they're looking is fine. So their need for compliments could come from a place of not feeling good enough. And with that like that's because of their childhood like their parents didn't make them feel that way their friends didn't make them feel yeah, that way. Yeah, it's just that sometimes or they could have had a childhood where they thought they were looking fine and maybe a guy rejected them. Oh. They could have dressed up and they had a malfunction. They could have worn something to a place and someone could have told them like what in the world are you wearing? Yeah. So they need the reaffirmation of they look good today. Yeah, because hearing all of that is definitely going to kill your confidence and you're not going to feel good about yourself, especially as a kid. Like And so we feel that these kind of people are constantly fishing for compliments and what a pain they are. Yeah. But if you could take away your judgment, you'll actually tap into the insecurity. But is it possible that some people just fish for compliments because they like it? Like there are these girls I know that are very confident. They know they look good, but they just like hearing it. You know that's the sad part that we kind of stereotype or generalize that people who look good are confident. Have you heard of so many models and you know actresses where they have committed suicide because they didn't feel good enough or they go for aesthetic surgery? Yeah. If you felt you were good enough, would you be doing that? No. You know for a long time when I mean, I wear my scars on my sleeves and I do have, you know, a childhood that had a lot of trauma and I did look like an ugly duckling. 
because I was in the sun, I would tan, I had this afro hairstyle. And I was wearing, you know, giveaway, you know, clothes. Um, what do they Hand call me it? Hand-me-down clothes? Hand-me-down clothes from my sisters. And so, you know, I'm short. So can you imagine if I had skirts that were like, oh, above my knees? Yeah. It made me look granny types and I was like a stick. So when I look at those pictures of living that and seeing how all my friends were having the liberty to buy their own clothes, I didn't feel good enough. I wasn't allowed to put nail polish on. I wasn't allowed to wax. I wasn't allowed a lot of things till the age of 16, 17, and it's probably one of the reasons why I didn't continue physical education and would get a medical certificate, medical certificate to say that I get migraines because I didn't, I, I suddenly went into a co-ed secondary school. Yeah. So having guys look at your hairy legs wasn't very easy. Yeah. And they would tease because, you know, it's like you're such a gorilla and my name was Vandana and it would be like banana. So it's like a gorilla who needs to eat banana. And it just got out of hand how they would just kind of make fun of you. Yeah. So for me, it was easy to say, I can't do the sun and I'm happy to work in the library. And reason why I actually became more of a reader and writer because I was writing the editorial, I was doing the school magazine. Yeah. Wait, so then all of this where you felt like you were looked down upon for the way you were, you didn't feel confident in yourself because you couldn't wax or you couldn't buy new clothes. Doesn't that make you want more compliments today then? Because now once you can... That's the part I'm coming to where... I was always made to feel not good enough. Yeah. And then there was a time when I remember that, you know, I was... So my parents were trying to look for an arranged marriage, you know, trying to find me a boy. And I remember vaguely where I was told that, oh, this guy is looking for a good-looking girl. And in my head was like, why am am my parents even bothering? You know, it's not possible, but the truth is the guy actually said yes, but our horoscope or something didn't match and I wasn't interested in getting married generally. So it was something that I was so sure because I've I've heard, you know, someone saying, how could you even think that I'll dance with you? Why would I talk to you? So, or I remember, I think it was my 13th or 16th birthday, and you know where you have a crush on someone and instead my best friend was dancing with the person and after party went away so it's you know these kind of experiences that you feel you're not you're not the number one choice you're not even anyone's choice yeah that's so you are built to believe that when someone compliments you guess what they are lying or they want something out of you So even though when I look at the mirror and I know that I look good, but all I can see in that mirror are scars that the little me went through. The pain that the inner child felt when she was being labeled or rudely told these things. It's like that is all I see in the mirror. I would not be able to see this pretty face. That's so sad that your childhood and other people like not accepting you scarred you that way exactly so it's the same thing when you know people say oh you know this actress is just trying to you know fish for attention or compliments 
we are quick to judge. We don't know what they went through, and we just take it that it is the media. This is natural action. Yeah. But even as models, you don't know what they're going through. When they look in the mirror, what are they seeing? Could be different from what you're seeing. Yeah, that's true. But even, but you're someone who created selfies. You started taking selfies before they even existed. So, so. that's the reason I created taking out my own picture, because it came to a point where I don't know if I had read a book about it. But it came to a point where I was because everyone had mobile. Yeah. So I was taking out pictures to make sure that I was decently dressed, because there'll be people, including men, taking out pictures. Oh. So I was paranoid to make sure that nothing was out of place, and taking picture of myself or getting my husband to take out a picture would me. Kind of like giving it the last check mark of, am yeah. I decent enough to be outside? That if someone clicks our picture, because now you're not having to wash a roll and you're not spending yeah. money for pictures, so everyone was just clicking away. And then later came the social media, and people were putting pictures up without even scanning or screening the pictures yeah. and seeing if everyone was appropriate. So I, being the paranoid me, started taking out my own picture to make sure that nothing was out of place. And in taking out pictures, guess what? What? We shall let you know that after the break. Welcome back. So, like I said. The reason why I started taking out my own pictures was to make sure that everything was intact, in fear of all the mobile phones that were clicking pictures. But in taking those pictures, I started obviously looking at my own picture, and I realized that I'm not that bad looking. Not at all, Jaji. I know, but the more I was taking out pictures, and but in order to know. That I was looking good. Step two was I was changing pictures on a daily basis on my Facebook. Changing pictures doesn't always uploading a new uploading picture. a new picture, and I would upload it, but I would quickly go off Facebook. Why? Because there was a fear of what if someone judges me. But what? You've already put it up. So I was okay with the likes. The minute a comment would come, I would cringe because it was compliments to how you're looking. And I didn't like compliments. <laughs> I didn't like compliments because it felt like they were mocking me. It felt like they were actually not being honest. It felt like they were just saying it for the sake of saying it. I couldn't see what they were seeing. Even though I was looking at my pictures and I said, you know what, I don't look so bad. Yeah. So but there was a part of me that still remembered those words and was replaying it on a parallel, where my mind was saying rubbish. But that's 
if you're feeling confident in yourself okay maybe not confident but you're looking at your pictures and you're like you know what i don't look as bad so that is me in the present feeling that okay i don't look so bad but there was a part of me that still felt that whatever the people said were real was more real than what i was feeling That's because crazy. it was an external validation that happened when i was young compared to the present validation yeah and of course there were people who was like why do you keep changing your picture yeah and then came the judgment of like why do you take so many pictures of yourself yeah and that because in those days selfies were not an in thing yeah it's a different thing right now and today i'm grateful because i use a lot of those selfies as my work to create you know memes and stuff or kind of create a connection so i can blog about it yeah but i have now come in acceptance to i really don't care what people say or i do care and i can overlook it but am i comfortable with compliments just like what we did in our previous podcast it came to a point that i was cringing to like <laughs> okay please stop because now it's making me uncomfortable i am touched by what the person is saying Yeah. But the part of me that's cringing is the inner child who's saying, "Uh-uh, that can't be me." But if it's from what I heard, your what you heard as a kid were all based on your looks. But the compliments I gave you in the previous podcast was on who you are as a person. So that's me now having to go down my layers to see what is it about compliments I'm still very uncomfortable about because I only thought it was my looks. But the fact that you were complimenting me to actually actually be resilient and during the covid to you know go into healing myself and healing others and I was quite focused which I was hearing my ears were hearing yeah. but my body was cringing and because I've been doing this work more on myself as much as I've been doing it with my clients for 8 years or 9 years I am aware of my body and its energy and the cringes i'm not sure why that happened but then so did you think i was lying when you when i said that like no because so i didn't think you were lying but if i were to do this right now okay tashu just give me a compliment that you had said then that i love how despite everything you still pushed through and you became a healer you healed yourself and then you also are healing other people now so that made me a healer and emotionally when you look at that healer what do you see a meaning you see a fighter you see a i see a very strong independent woman exactly so the reason why i asked you is because i already tapped into it psychically it's the word strong And recently I have had so many family members who have said you are the strong one and it came to a point that I am exhausted of being the strong one I had my anxiety I had my spirals I had my sleepless nights I've had nights I've cried myself to sleep To me my trigger right now is when someone gives me a compliment where I have been strong it feels the inner child in me is saying i don't want to be the strong person i am exhausted because i'm human and i have feelings and i do i have not been vocal yeah. but in assuming that i am strong or resilient and then i realize i caught this behavior or 
I wanted to be like my mom who passed away because she was an iron woman. And in trying to be the iron woman, I lost touch with the fact that I do want my family members to be there for me. Yeah. I do want Molly Codling. I do want to be handheld. I don't want to be the strong person because before marriage, I was always the youngest and I was always told what to do. I wasn't the one making decisions of what to yeah. do. And because it's the circumstance of life where you will have to be strong. But it came to a point recently in the last six months where the word strong has been my trigger word. But can't you have both? Be strong, but at the same time. No, so it's just when you said, but I was giving you a compliment not based on looks. Yeah. So I just gave you an example oh. of in my work. Yeah. Not sure of why was that a trigger. I would just ask you to repeat it. And immediately oh. I got the word strong. So what, you know, when I say energy doesn't lie, it's what you are feeling for me. My conscious picks it up. Yeah. Because when you give me that compliment, you see a very strong person and you said that. Yeah. And the min I knew what my trigger was already. I was just trying to tell you how silently we feel people's energy. Yeah. And we know that word, but we are not aware. In yeah. my case, because of the work I'm doing, I'm very aware that it was me being strong that triggered me. And I obviously roll back to my layers to yeah. how... In the last six months, when my kids say it, when family say it, when my brother says it, I was like, you know what? Stop. Yeah. You have no idea how tired I am, and I am tired of being strong. It was only recently that I even called my sister, and I said, why? And she said, well, God's never asked why. You know, if anyone oh. should be asking why, it's him, because he made, you know, he just made a soul, he made a beautiful world, and we've kind of, like, destroyed that, yeah. and then we asked God why. But in saying so, who is this God? Is an internal creation of my conditioning. Because God resides in everything. It's the five elements. What are the five elements? Water, ether, wind, um, oh, fire, and so not, air. Air, water, correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So everywhere we have the five elements, which means there's an energy of God in everything. Yeah. So I have monsterized the God in me and I'm asking that God, why this? Mm. So in saying so, it's just to show that the compliment that's given to you could trigger something in you. Yeah. And it is to find out, like I just gave you an example, yeah. why did I cringe is because it's the strong me that I was not willing to accept it. Yeah. So you were giving me a compliment that was beautiful, but it's something that I now want to reject. I don't see it as a plus point. I am now seeing my strength as, as a weakness because it's made me not tap into my emotion and it's made me be the strength for everybody while I was breaking within me. So you kind of were becoming like a people pleaser. Where it, wouldn't, it would be part of people pleasing, but it was also the need of the time to be strong. There's no other way. Yeah. But... It's like, okay, if I didn't do it, someone else would do it, right? Yeah. Why did it have to be me? So true. there's this rebel who's like, I'm tired of being strong and I'm tired of being the understanding one and I'm tired of feeling. Yeah. But it's again, me taking responsibility for my feeling. There's really nothing on the outside. Yeah. I decided to be strong because it was important for me to be a martyr and a people pleaser and to do something. Yeah. 
I have now decided to victimize myself and say, "Poor me." <laughs> so it's always my world, which is my internal world, which is the whole universe. You don't even have to go to the outer universe. We have an entire universe inside of us. Yeah. So then, how do you come to a balance with that? The more you are aware of your thinking mind, because it's on your mind, it's time to get out of your mind and go into your mind and see what's really going on in your subconscious. That is again going to take a lot of work. Because, It is. Yeah. But who are you working? Who are you doing the self work for? It's yourself. Yeah, definitely. So that you can be a better person just for yourself. Yeah. Because I always, when someone comes to me, I say, "Why are you doing the healing?" Because if you're trying to do the healing for somebody else, I've done that, been there. Yeah. It's going to get you annoyed. Heal yourself for yourself. If you cringe on something or you are asking for compliments, you're uncomfortable receiving com- compliments. You don't believe in the compliments. There are reasons for everything. Yeah. Wait. So you said that in your childhood, you were always like put down with your looks, so that. And so that's resulted in you today not being able to accept compliments. What about the ones who fish for compliments? What, what's their story? Like, so generally? with people who are constantly fishing for compliments because they have ego, and sometimes they're not even fishing for compliments. They're just like, I know we look good. I know we are hot. I know we are sexy, and they're just overconfident. They need to be a little more grounded. Yeah. Because they are over. selling themselves in fear again that they're not good enough. The bottom line for compliment is where you're not feeling good enough and you need that validation. Yeah, and I guess you seek it from outside than within. Exactly, because your own personal validation may not be enough. That's so sad though. That should be it that matters to you. So that is where again the mirror work is important. It's for you to really write things that you like about yourself consistently. Goes back to the same thing that we ended last uh, podcast yeah. with. Five compliments when you meet a friend, because then you're starting a trend where, when someone says something, you can actually reevaluate yourself. Oh, this person said this thing. How do I feel about it? Yeah. And the next would be. How can we be okay to receive feedback? Yeah, that I think is very important. Because the first step of the trend is to create gratitude and what is good about you. Yeah. Now, if that felt good, can I have permission to say your top is too revealing, and could you actually wear a jacket over it? And you not feeling that? How dare you tell me that I am dressing? In an inappropriate way, but I didn't say that. Yeah, but that's how I would take it because this is what I'm comfortable in.、No? But that's because you are not confident in what you're wearing. How? Have you seen people who say, "No, I'm okay with the way I am. It's okay. Don't worry." No. There's some people who say, "Okay, back off." Now, some people will say back off because they actually got offended, or some people will say, "Don't worry, I I can carry this off." Yeah. I've never heard that. I've had both. Oh wow! <laughs> so I look at those. For example, I love the way Simran carries anything and everything, <laughs> and I really would hope one day I'm like her, because she has confidence in any color, anything she wears, whether she's dressed up with heels 
yeah. or whether she's like the girl next door or whether she's in her like she just has a weird hubo <laughs> nice sense of hippie sense of dressing but more than the dressing i could feel her confidence in it yeah and i was like wow so i could say anything to her that simran can you change your top and she's like mom it's my body my outfit i like what i'm wearing you have a problem you go change you have a problem don't come with me and i love that about her yeah that's so good that's like her 100% she's accepting. totally embracing herself yeah. and instead that's what we need to teach each other how can we embrace ourselves and also maybe someone's trying to say something and can we also be in a receiving mind that like i said when i was wearing those um during the break when we were talking about those shorts and Yeah. how you would look at me wearing certain things. Yeah. I told you that I wish my friends told me that after giving birth and I think I had some hormone issues and a cyst in my pituitary gland. I was putting on weight. Yeah. And I wish someone said that Sonal you need to lose weight or do a checkup or anything because in those photos I looked like little Lotto. <laughs> and i felt offended that my friends were not there to tell me that you know you need to change your wardrobe or you need to you know work around it and till date i actually get my kids and ask you know when it's new year party i do ask them that is this okay or you know should i and they are very honest yeah brutally honest <laughs> with exactly what, what they have mean. to say and i love that about them yeah that you know it's not like my husband yes you know yeah honey you look fine yeah it's like no mom i think you should change or no mom this looks like you are the spanish you know person <laughs> with you know on the what is it a bull yeah the one that you know i there the... was this zara west and my son made total fun of it but i love that about him but do you think maybe that's the difference between friends and your kids like with kids it's some sort of unconditional love and understanding on both ends but with friends maybe it's like they didn't say anything because they were like maybe she, like she probably looked in the mirror before she came she knew what she looked like and we know she likes to dress like this these are her clothes and she's just given birth so watch. and so on that note we just found a next topic for our next podcast yeah. till then tune in watch hear think about it We are open to more ideas to what we should be talking about. So please feel free to DM us or message us and let us know what do you want us to talk about.